What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Hope all you guys are doing good. Hope all you guys are solid. Hope all you guys are having a good week. Continue to grind. Continue to work hard. Your efforts will never, ever not be paid off. And just keep doing what you got to do. Strive for greatness and keep going, man. And as the late, great, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle always said, the highest human act is to inspire. So just keep that in mind. Inspiring somebody or motivating somebody to just do something even so little um, can go a long ways, man. Or even just something simple like just telling somebody that their shoes look nice or give somebody a compliment today. Do something nice to make somebody's day. It's always the little things that you just can't take for granted because one day you won't have them anymore. But with that being said, actually, first and foremost, I want to apologize. I did not do a podcast yesterday because I was sick as I don't know what. I could barely hop out of bed. My body was, it felt like I was dying. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I thought I was literally dying because I don't know what it was, if I had the flu or something like that, but I feel so much better today. It's like my body did a complete 180 and I feel totally recovered. But with that being said, I want to talk about some football. And, you know, I've talked about football a couple different times on my podcast. Yes, this is a basketball podcast, but when it comes to football, I do got to talk about my teams a little bit, and that's Michigan State football and the L.A. Rams. But so we're going to talk a little about the Rams for a second, and then I'm going to preview the WNBA finals right after that. So first and foremost, let's talk about my Rams. So Todd Gurley, they've been hating on my guy Todd Gurley for a while. He's been one of the best running backs in the league for like the past five years, I guess you can say, um, easily. Um, We all know he's had some quote-unquote knee problems. He tore his ACL while he was at Georgia. I believe he tore his ACL. um, I forgot what year it was at Georgia. But regardless, um, ever since then, you know, everybody kind of always looked at that and, and thought like it may hold him back. And that wasn't even the case. And now, ever since he sat out pretty much the whole second half of the NFC Championship game versus the Saints and didn't play at all pretty much in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots, everybody's been questioning Todd Gurley's knee. Can it hold up? Is he falling off from his greatness that he was ascending towards? Because we all know what he was doing and stuff like that. But I'm not as convinced as all you guys are. And you guys can call me naive. You can call me blind to some facts, but that's not the case at all. Listen, just hear me out for what I'm saying. Yes, Todd Gurley has quote-unquote struggled in these first three games, and yet we're still undefeated. Let, let me put that out there. But one thing I do want to say is off on our offensive line has not been as good as it was last year in the past two years. The past two years, I think we've had one of the best offensive lines in all of football. And it it kind of isn't the case this year because we've had some injuries, most notably to Austin Blythe, or Austin Blythe, I believe is how you say his name. And we've had Jam- Jamil Denby in the game, and he's kind of struggling because he has – pretty much zero experience except for the past couple of games so I I think that's the first key thing like for running backs what a lot of people don't understand to be a successful running back you kind of have to have a successful offensive line like people don't give credit to offensive lines like that anymore but I will because that's what you should do and like unless you're Saquon Barkley or the late great Barry Barry Sanders you know, those two guys don't really need an offensive line because they're, I mean, they do, don't get it twisted. Obviously, you need an offensive line, but those guys, like last year, Saquon had a terrible offensive line and he was still able to, to do damage amongst the league. Barry Sanders never really had a really good offensive line. He was still one of the greatest running backs of all time, but you do need a good, solid offensive line. Like to have a big gain a bit on a run. You have to have at least one or two, sometimes even three good blocks to get down the field. That's just how football is. You can't just do it by yourself. 
It's just like that. And our offensive line has had a lot of struggles. On Monday night versus the Browns, they looked pretty bad for that entire first half and a little bit in the third and fourth quarter, but they kind of got together for a little bit to get some push. But that's been the main thing, if you ask me. They haven't really gotten any push. And honestly, I just feel like it's kind of premature. That's the one thing about the NFL season. Everything happens so premature because it's only 16 games that people make these assessments based off a, a little scale. And that's my thing. It's like, just relax. Give it some time. First and foremost, nobody played in the preseason. Even though we're heading into week four, I guess you can, I can't really use that excuse, but they, nobody really played in the preseason like that. Todd Gurley, for the most of the summer, while he was working his butt off to you know stay in shape and do all that type of stuff, he was resting a lot too. And now it's like everybody's saying he's done. And the thing is, the thing that's really killed me about it is like they're saying he's done just because they're not giving them, giving individual people their fantasy points. Like, first of all, I don't know why people take fantasy football all so serious like that anyway. It's not even to I mean, I guess it's fun for some people. I played it like one time and it was okay, but people take that way too seriously. And once they see he's not giving them fantasy points and stuff like that, they get all mad. But what I, I really get mad at even more is that people aren't even really watching the games. Like, let me go through these stats for the first three weeks, and then I'll really talk about that. So, first game, we played at Carolina versus the Panthers. He had 14 attempts for 97 yards on a 6.9 average per carry, zero TDs, and one reception. Game two, at New, or excuse me, not at New Orleans, against New Orleans at home when Drew Brees got hurt, sadly. Speedy recovery, Drew Breesy. Um, 16 attempts. 63 yards, 3.9 yards per carry, one TD, and three receptions. And then this past Monday, or Sunday night, excuse me, versus the Browns, we had TG had 14 attempts off 43 yards, 3.9 average, zero TDs, and zero receptions. So I'll say he does definitely need to get some more receptions. Like he does need to start because that's what he was really good at last year, especially was just getting those little, you know, little throws to him, like, three yards out and just making big plays out of that but also we the offensive line has to improve I've been saying that but I feel like people aren't really watching the games because literally the first game at Carolina he struck he he struggled and I'll say that he struggled for that entire first half literally he came out the gate and I think he broke for like 20 plus yards in that third quarter like it's just little things like just give our offensive line some time to develop with their running backs. Offensive lines are crucial when it comes to the success of a good running back. That's just straight out facts. So let that develop and just look what he's doing. Todd Gurley is a multi-dimensional running back. He does everything. People can say whatever they want to say about him, but he blocks his butt off. He catches the ball when need be. We all know it was at a point in time last year he was averaging like I think almost 11 yards per carry which was crazy, almost 11 yards, something crazy like that. And so it's like, just chill. Like, let's stop being doing all this premature stuff. It's way too overblown. Todd Gurley is going to be fine. He's still one of the best backs in the league. The only back, I mean, right now I'd say he's probably like top six just because like right now in this moment, I say he's probably top six just because he hasn't gotten off to such a good start. But just relax. Like, it's so premature and overblown that y'all just got to give him some time. I guarantee you, but in the next couple of weeks, we're not even going to be talking about this. This is going to be old news because they always hate on Todd Gurley. And I remember the first time they literally brought it up. I think it was versus the Cowboys in the NFC um, uh, divisional game and literally playoff game at at um, rent, at the home stadium. Literally, they were talking about Todd Gurley hurt. Is he all this yipping, yipping and yapping right before the game? Literally, like 
not even, I want to say, like, the first half, he goes for a 35-yard to the crib touchdown. Like, it's just stupid stuff to me. I just feel like if people, if the NFL just for, I just want the NFL for one year to just expand the games to, like, 20 games, even though that's a lot of games. Just 20 games, just one year, so people can stop making such a short assessment off a tiny, tiny sample size. Like, just relax. Todd Gurley is going to be absolutely fine. I have no doubt in my mind that he will be fine. Like, and one thing I do like, though, is that we are, in a sense, you know, Sean McVay denied it, that we were having him on a little low management, you know, protocol type of thing like the NBA does with, like, Kawhi Leonard and sometimes LeBron James and other players here and there. I don't mind that because we all hear the phrase or the saying that the running back is the most, like, disposable position because running backs are always getting hurt. You know, they do so much stuff. Like, if you're not rushing the ball, then you're, then you're blocking for your quarterback. If you're not blocking for your quarterback or rushing the ball, then you're trying to catch a pass. So it's just a whole bunch of different things that go into being a running back. And it's the most taxing position on the field, if you ask me, because you're literally doing everything except trying to tackle. Like, literally, that's you're doing all that. And so it's like, just give, you know, give him some time. Like, he for the past four years, he proved that he's one of the best running backs in the league. And I guarantee you, not even, like, in the middle of the season, but by the time the playoffs come, you guys are going to see the the not even the old Todd Gurley, the Todd Gurley that you guys have come to know to be a pro bowler, to be a, a top running back in the league. He's going to be great. He, I am not worried about Todd Gurley whatsoever. Todd Gurley is absolutely fine. He hasn't slowed down or anything. Like, if you, you guys can go watch the week one highlights versus the Panthers. And, you know, he had a nice little screen play versus the Saints. Like, the speed is still there. Everything is still there. And coming off that tournament, ACL when he was in college, I do know like you suffer arthritis after you get an ACL injury like that. So it's like, of course, he has to adjust the plan with some arthritis. He has to adjust the plan with some pain. But let's keep it a book. Most football players play with pain. Like it's a, it's a violent sport. It's the most violent sport. If you ask me like that in rugby, honestly, are the most violent sports. And so it's like, I, I'll say it for the last time. I am not worried about Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is going to be absolutely fine. I'm glad that we are able to give, you know, a lot of people should do this, to give Malcolm Brown more reps to get comfortable in an offensive system that Sean McVay is running. It's smart because you look at the New York Jets. Sadly, as much as I love Le'Veon, they're going to overuse Le'Veon and it's going to cut some years off of his pro career. I guarantee it. Same thing with Saquon Barkley in New York. The Giants are going to run him to the ground for nothing. They're not going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. They're not doing anything incredible anytime soon. And his career is going to end short just because they want to run him to the ground for nothing. Like, I hope one day eventually while he's still healthy and still killing, Saquon ends up on another team that's a Super Bowl contender. Because what he would do for that team and that franchise would change the trajectory of what his career would be. He's already looked at. It sounds crazy, but he's already looked at as one of the greatest. He's, he's built differently. His calf muscles are something like different like big as hell and he's just a dynamic running back but you have to look at it like what are we really doing here if i'm the giants I'm, I'm doing the same thing that the rams are doing you have a premier back you have one of the greatest running backs of all time why are you wasting this talent for nothing saquon just got hurt off something that you can't really stop because yes injuries do happen but i'm just saying it's just little stuff like you should always have another running back i'm glad we're doing it because like i said again malcolm brown is going to do his thing he's been playing really well too by the time the playoffs come, Todd Gurley is going to be fresh. And I loved what we did last year. We had C.J. Anderson. And C.J. Anderson was a blessing. Like, I didn't expect C.J. Anderson to do what he did last year, but he exceeded all expectations as a second back. And he was killing. 
And that was a luxury, a real luxury. Like, And so now we have Malcolm Brown. Darrell Henderson might be solid too. We'll see. But I'm not even worried about Todd Gurley at all. So that's just my little rant. I feel like everything about Todd Gurley is overblown. To me, he's still one of the best running backs in the league. One of these weeks, he's going to explode for 200 yards or like 180 or something like that. And then everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, this is Todd Gurley. We've all come to know and love. I'm, I wasn't worried about him at all, but everybody was always hating on him. I seen Skip Bayless said like a few months ago, he's not worth the money. They said, you know, Ezekiel Elliott was better. That's all BS. Ezekiel Elliott is not as good as Todd Gurley. He's, I mean, he's up there. Don't get it twisted. He's a top five. He's not better than Todd Gurley, though. Let's put that out there right now. And you can just go and watch that playoff game last year. Todd Gurley <laughs> outplayed Ezekiel Elliott to the best ability. So that's just that. So that's just my little football roundup for today. So let's get into the WNBA finals. Now, the Connecticut Sun beat and played the Los Angeles Sparks and swept them out the gym. And I know a lot of people are giving Derek Fisher a lot of hell because he only played Candace Parker for 11 minutes in that game three situation in Long Beach where they played because they didn't play in the Staples Center for some reason. But I don't really, I mean, this is a little bit off topic, but I'm not really tripping off that. Candace Parker, I don't know what it was, but she didn't look right this entire series. I watched all those games except for game one. I watched game two and three. So I missed one game, but she didn't look right. Like, she, like I know Candace Parker. The Candace Parker I know reminds me literally just of LeBron James, just without obviously without the athleticism. Like, that's it. She does everything else. She's a hell of a passer. She can score whenever she wants. She makes her teammates better. She's a star player. She did not look like that versus the Connecticut Sun at all. And I, you can credit the Sun's defense or the Sun defense, but she just didn't look right. I don't know what it was. I heard, you know, it was an injury. I heard it wasn't an injury. I heard she was 100% healthy. So I'm not really going at Derek Fisher. Or Sparks fans, you guys shouldn't really be going at Derek Fisher. Is he the best coach? No. Is there better options out there? Yes. But Candace Parker didn't look like herself. I'm not mad at him for... I mean, she obviously, she definitely should have played more than 11 minutes. That's crazy, especially in a 40-minute game. But she didn't look right. Like, she just... It looked... Something was off with Candace Parker. I don't know what it was, but hopefully, I'm pretty sure she will bounce back next year and have the Sparks in playoff contention, or not even playoff contention, for a championship contention, because we already know she's a winner at every level she's been on. So, that's just that for the, for the Sparks. Or for the Sun. The Connecticut Sun... They won in really, really good fashion. They looked like a really good team. Courtney Williams is a bucket. Alyssa Thomas is one of the hardest player, hardest working players, toughest players in the league. She talks a whole bunch of smack, and you know she backs it up for the most part. Jasmine Thomas, their point guard, was really the X factor in that series, especially for Game Three. She came to play. It felt like she didn't miss a single three in that Game Three um, in Long Beach. She was hooping, and she looked like a really good player. John Quill Jones is their star player easily. She can do everything. She posts up. She can shoot threes. She blocks shots. She does pretty much everything for a T. And so they're going to end up playing the Washington Mystics. Now, the Mystics clawed and scratched their way out of a four-game series versus the Las Vegas Aces, which was a really good series, too. And the Mystics, what I like about the Mystics is that they're so versatile. From Emma Mieseman, who pretty much hit the game-winning shot for them last night off a little down screen from Christy Tolliver. That was a bucket, which was a really nice draw-up play. We all know Elena Deladon is the MVP. She's going to get hers regardless of who's guarding her. Um, 
Christy Tolliver, who I just mentioned, coming off a little, I believe she had a, she has a bone bruise and she was wearing like a knee brace for that. She took it off last night and said, forget it. I guess she didn't feel comfortable in it. And she was still hooping, nonetheless, hooping. Ariel Powers, Michigan State's finest, probably the best women's basketball player to ever go through Michigan State. She is a bucket. She gives them real good life off the bench. Ariel Atkins is probably one of their best two-way players on that team. And that's what I like about the Mystics. They are very, very versatile, and they can do a lot of things. And I love this matchup. I am excited for game one, which takes place on Sunday, which is 5 o'clock, or Sunday in Washington, excuse me, 12, 12 p.m. my time. Um, so that's going to be a, a very interesting game. I don't know what to expect, but I will say I do think the Mystics pull this out. I think the Mystics, not necessarily game one, but I do think, the Mystics will win this game, will win the series. And I think they'll probably, I think this series is going to go all five games, at the least four games, because both these teams are just very talented. Like, I'm excited for these matchups. I'm pretty sure John Quill Jones is either going to guard um, Elena Della Don or Emma Miesemann, and then Alyssa Thomas will take whoever John Quill Jones doesn't take. So it's, that forward matchup is interesting because those are four elite forwards. Alyssa Thomas and John Quill Jones for the Connecticut Sun both get the job done. And then for the Mystics, you got Elena Della Don, the MVP, and Emma Miesemann. That that two matchups right there is going to be very interesting. And then you have the guard play for the, the Mystics. You got Natasha Cloud and Chrissy Tolliver. For the Connecticut Sun, you got Jasmine, Jasmine Thomas. And Courtney Williams. That's a. Those are all great matchups. I'm excited for all those. I think the X factor for both these teams is going to be the 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 center kind of forward size position. For the Mystics, you're going to have Latoya Sanders, and for the Connecticut Sun, you're going to have Shekinah Strickland. They're going to have to step up and be big time players. For, Latoya Sanders has been playing really well. She's a really good defender. I think Latoya Sanders should probably end up guarding Alyssa Thomas to try and slow her down. Or maybe, maybe Alyssa, I mean, uh, John Quella Jones. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm very excited to see what the matchups are. I think both these coaches for, for um, Bill, excuse me, not Bill and Beer, but um, Kurt Williams for the Sun. And then for the Mystics, you have uh, Tim Thibault, or Tim, or not Tim Thibault, um, Mike Thibault, excuse me. I don't know why they said Tim Thibault, obviously the Florida player, but Mike Thibault. You have two really good coaches, and they, they know how to do their X's and O's, and they do really good stuff for them. And so it's, I'm just excited. Like, Sunday is going to be a hell of a matchup. The game is in Washington in the nation's capital. I think the Mystics will get the job done. I think they are the better team. As much as I like the Sun just because they have so many good players, you know, the matchups are, are the best part about this. That's why I'm excited because it's just so good matches. But I think the key things for both of these teams, the way to win it, other than, like I said, the forwards form and Shekinah Strickland and Latoya Sanders, I think it's going to be the bench. And neither of these teams really go deep in their bench. You know, the Mystics, they only play like two players off their bench. Um, and sometimes they only play one, which is Ariel Powers. But the Sun don't really go into their bench at all. Like Alyssa Thomas, she plays pretty much the whole game. She played, I think she played almost every minute, except for like garbage time minutes when they were blowing out the Sparks when they played the Sparks. And so it's like, that's going to be a really good thing too. So I'm interested to see this. I cannot wait. Sunday game one in Washington takes place at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So that's 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be a very, very good matchup. I expect it, like I said, I expect this series to go all the way to five games. Both of these teams are hungry. Both of them want this. Both of them are more than capable of winning a championship. But I do give the edge just a little bit slightly to the Washington Mystics. That's no hate on the Connecticut Sun. I just think the Mystics have more pieces. I think they're more balanced of a team as of right now. But we will see. 
As always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check out their podcast. I am featured on their podcast network. Go check out their articles and content. They make great content. Go check that out. Football season is in prime right now. Um, all that college football, whatever you want to, whatever you want to look at, whatever you want to read, whatever your favorite sport is, Nuts and Bolts Sports has that. So as always. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. I appreciate it. That's how we expand the podcast. We're trying to get bigger. We're trying to take this to new places. I appreciate you guys. Have a beautiful and blessed rest of y'all day. Keep grinding. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. And stay inspired. And as I said earlier, try and make someone's day. Give somebody a small compliment, whether you like their hair, whether you like their shoes, whether if it's some nice clothes they got on. Give, make somebody smile today because it's a little things like that that can just make your day personally. So as always, though, with that being said, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops podcast. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace, love and blessings gone.